0: Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. Miracles are preceded by action. Stand right there for just one second. Hey, 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 hey. Stand there one second. My title of my message today is, Who's Carrying the Mat? Who's Carrying it? Now today, these two guys decided to carry the mat, but they're going to set it down, and thank you for doing that. Let's give these guys a hand. This month has been about miracles, and uh, as the young little man and our ladies read our scripture verse of the month, Mark chapter 2 it's okay. It's the mats messed up. Let's go. Thank you. We already clapped for you. That's good. <laughs> he got up, took his mat, walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, "We have never seen anything like this." This is an incredible story in the Bible. And if you've been with us the last few weeks, you have seen how this miracle has developed. Where God actually healed someone in front of a whole lot of people. So for those of you that have not been with with us the last few weeks, let me bring you up to speed. And if you're watching for the first time somewhere in the planet... I'll try to bring you up to speed in a couple minutes. This month is about the place. The place was Capernaum. It was the home of the disciples, the first chosen disciples, Peter and Andrew and James and John. It was a place, it was a city on the north side of the Sea of Galilee. The place is always important. i got to get that through your head. If I haven't gotten anything else through your head this month, I hope we've gotten that through your head. The place to God is important. And Jesus kind of visited this particular town a number of times. This wasn't his first time. It wasn't his second time. It was, it was multiple times. And this particular time, there was a guy that was paralyzed, that was confined to the mat for life, decided that this was going to be his week, his day, his moment for a miracle. And he decided to believe. You know, when you start believing, it's amazing what will happen. And uh, Pastor Jen, last week, clearly communicated to you that you are set up, I mean, you're being set up for a miracle and a breakthrough to that miracle. As I preached in those Italian churches last weekend, morning and night, I, I, I watched people just gravitate to a message of, of hope and belief. 100% Italians in the room. And, and, and as, I, as I preached, I, I, I watched them just come alive in anticipation that in a few moments when we began to pray that God was going to do exactly what He promised He was about to do. You can base your life on what God says He will do. He never lies. He cannot lie. And if He says He heals, He heals. If He says He delivers, He delivers. And you're you're being set up for your breakthrough. And some of you have now come this week because you were invited by a friend. You need to show up because miracles are happening. The end of our services, we begin to pray for people to receive a miracle, and it's, it's amazing the stories that we've already heard happen right here. But I want you to know miracles are preceded by action. There's got to be some action. Somebody's got to do something. Today I want to go another step in this journey. I want to deal a little bit more with the friends and the idea of who's carrying this mat to this place where they're about to receive a miracle. The guys carrying the mat, they didn't need the miracle, but their friend needed the miracle. So let me catch you all up and bring you to today from Mark's Gospel chapter 2 verses 1 through 5 is kind of the storyline. A few days later when Jesus again entered Capernaum the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four. Since they could not get to him, to Jesus, because of the crowd... They made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat and the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man. I'm going to back up. When Jesus saw their faith. Four guys. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man. Remember the story. They just busted a hole in the roof. Jesus didn't give them time to get off the roof, run into this mobbed crowd of people, push their way to the same spot. They had to watch this miracle from the roof. Now, I don't know about you, but if I went to all this trouble to bring my friend on this mat... To this miracle place, I was not going to go then take my coffee break. This was not going to be my moment to take a nap. I was going to put my head through that hole in that roof and I was about to watch what was about to happen. When Jesus saw their faith, they let him through. They carried the mat. He said to them, said to the man, son, your sins are forgiven. Now, I've got you in the spot. I've got you in this room. I've got you in Capernaum. I've got you in the crowd of people right this moment. The hole has already been torn open. The mat has been left down. Jesus is talking to the guy. And something big is about to happen. Jesus knows what's about to happen. The four guys on top of the roof think something's about to happen. The paralyzed man on the mat thinks something is about to happen. And guess what? Something happens. There has to be a spot in each of our life where we decide that we're in the right place at the right time for God to do what he has promised. Today, it's ICF Rome. Today, it's this moment. Today, it's this place. No, I'm not going to make you dig a hole in the roof today. I got enough problems with this roof. It leaks in multiple places. And for some reason, the Italians think it needs to take multiple times to fix a hole in a roof in this country. Just saying. And I hope all you vendors are listening to me on live stream. Sound like I'm frustrated? But you didn't have to tear a hole in the roof to get here today. Matter of fact, our crowd's a little empty today because there's a few empty chairs today, which is not normal for our church. So the question for you today, why I entitled my message is, who is carrying the mat? Who's carrying that? I have two points. First point is, The friends are carrying the mat. In this story, we know that there's four of these guys. Now, I only had two come in and carry the mat. When they brought the man uh, a few weeks ago up on stage, they used four people to carry this, and the guy was there, and Jesus uh, did a miracle in, in a drama form. But we know there was four of these guys. We know that they were probably from Capernaum. We know that they had to be this guy's friends. We also know that these guys had to be strong. Because you're not going to carry somebody across town, up some stairs, tear open a roof then have enough strength to let the guy down without dropping him. All right, let's just be real. How many would have pushed the guy through the hole once you made the hole? Am I the only guy that thinks like that? You guys are so nice and wonderful, you wouldn't even have thought about that, right? Your minds didn't even go there. I tell you what, I don't know. If Jesus is down there, hey, Jesus, this guy's paralyzed. Help him. Boom. No, but they were so strong, they let this guy down. They had to be diligent people. Because I'm sure, I don't care how strong they are, but if they're carrying this guy across town, I'm sure a few of them said, hey, I'm a little tired. Let's go for coffee and leave this guy standing or laying. I I mean, let's take a rest. But somebody in this group, if not all of them, had to be determined. I'm giving you some things that you need to have if you're going to see this miracle. You need to be strong. You need to be diligent. You need to be determined. But lastly, you need to be persistent. (laughs) You know, you heard me on the very first week. Look. I believe in miracles. You know me, you know my story tumor in head, God takes the tumor out, miracle. It's a great story. You can go online, you can see it in a number of places. But I didn't get my miracle on first prayer. Somebody thinks, and a lot of people think this if I don't get my miracle on first time, I'm not gonna get it. What God do you pray to? What Bible have you read? Some things happen after prayer and fasting. Some miracles take a little bit of time. I wish we could just clap our hands and everything happen right now. But sometimes we got to go on a little bit of a journey. I'm sure that this guy on this mat with his friends had decided, hey, look, you know, uh, thank you guys and, Uh, you know, I'm sure they looked at each other and said, hey, uh, do we really want to do this? You know, the whole town is going to hear this story. We're going to break a hole in a roof of somebody we don't even know. We could be thrown in jail for damaging this guy's house. This may not be good. And what if... There is no miracle today. See, somebody in this group, one of these friends, had to make up his mind that today was going to be the day. And I'm here to declare to you today that your faith will lead you to believe for someone else. Your faith. A lot of us know someone that needs a miracle. Last night in the middle of the night when this baby was being born, let me tell you, she says, we need to pray. I'm praying, I'm praying. I mean, because things weren't going exactly the right way. Things weren't happening the way it, it, it we thought. You know, everything's, you know, some people think you just have a baby, everything's beautiful. And all the women in the house were saying that's not true. I mean, after they were doing the all that stuff, that that labor stuff that you guys do. And all the men are looking at me like I'm weird. You've not had a wife had a baby yet. Because let me tell you, you're about to have, if you've never had a child yet, and you're about to have a child or will have a child, I'm telling you, there's going to be some things you men are going to experience for the very first time, and you're going to freak out. And you're going to say, I heard this guy say that in Rome, Italy. I'm just telling you. After three daughters and eight grandchildren, and we were present for almost all of them. And last night, we were present via the live stream stuff, uh, Facebook Live. Uh, (laughs) FaceTime. Somebody live. (laughs) All I know is I was on the other end of the planet. Yeah, it wasn't on Facebook. <laughs> That's why I got all these tech kids that run all this stuff. They, they keep me in the right right line here. That's all right. Some of you won't, didn't even get that, but <laughs> you should see my side of the table right now. Some of you are kind of like, "What? What's that mean? Facebook? What? What's Facebook?" Okay, it's all right. Stuff happens in life, and I'm telling you, you need some friends, and some of you are the friend, because you know that one of your friends is going through it right now. This is the moment that you pick up your part of the uh, the mat and say, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm not going to let go. I'm going to do my part. I may get tired. I may get weary. But I'm going to believe with my friend that something's going to happen if I do my part. When you guys partner together as a church, as a church family, we come together as a church. Prayer is important to us. You could see our pre-service prayer with all our people in early morning prayer and class of prayer and all the things we do about prayer in our church. It's not because we have the music and we have all the text stuff. it's because we have prayer. God bless all the other stuff we got, but if it didn't have the basis of prayer, we'd be in trouble. So as a friend, I'm telling you, one of your parts is not just carrying it. It's carrying it and be a man or a woman of prayer. Believing prayer. Believing that your prayer is going to be answered. So who's carrying this mat? Jesus said about these four guys, when he saw their faith... What's Jesus saying about your faith? What is he saying about your faith? They don't have any faith? Hopefully not. Hopefully they're saying, Jesus is saying about your faith. Your faith. When I saw your faith, I was about to answer your friend's prayer. of Somebody say, well, uh, man, listen, when... When one pray, one person, it's amazing what it happened. When two prays, oh my goodness. One will put a thousand, two will put ten thousand. I mean think about it. The cord gets stronger when a church prays. That's why when we bring you forward at the end of every service, if you've been in our church very long, you know it happens every week. We're a church praying for each other. That week, you may not have a difficulty. That week, you may not be sick. That week, you may not be going through a trouble or a situation. But there's somebody in this room that is. So what do we need to do? We need to pray together. Maybe you're carrying that mat for a loved one. It even goes beyond the friend, maybe it's a family member that's going through a difficult time in your life, something they've been diagnosed with something. Last week in the church I was preaching in, the, a young man came to me and said that my mother had just been diagnosed with cancer and there's not a lot of hope. went back there and I took my band most of you know my story on the God's got this I took my band off my hand remember I wear this band every day all time it's on my wrist I took that band off my hand and I handed it to this lady and through the translators told her that God's gonna handle this for you it wasn't the band It was the expression that there's somebody up here going to help carry this mat with you. I'm going to say the prayer with you right now, ma'am. Your family's going to step up and say, hey, even though the doctor said it's going to be this way, that doesn't mean it's going to be this way. Just because the report comes back with this doesn't mean that's what God's report is going to say about your life. God is waiting For you to be let down through the roof to Him in anticipation that a miracle will happen. This message, my friend, is for you today. If you're the friend carrying the mat, it's for you. Because a lot of times we think the message about faith and miracles is only about the guy that was paralyzed. No. No. I hope you've heard this pastor's heart. It's got to be about all of us. Because we need to come together. When I ask you on Sundays to put your hand on somebody's shoulder and say a prayer, I do it on purpose in anticipation that the prayer of agreement is going to work for that person today. As crowded as we are on Sunday, it's so hard for me or Pastor Jen or even all the leaders to pray for everyone. Though we don't anticipate and we don't want to miss anyone, but it's okay because somebody's praying for you. Somebody's believing for you. And remember what I preach, one prayer away from a miracle. You know, I... uh, I won't tell you who, but they're in our church. And, and there was a, a couple a few years ago that came forward and said, we can't have a child. Would you pray? And the man was doing the talking. And I said, I can pray. I told him about a story in a church in America where I was the pastor and a military man brought his wife to the front of the room that Sunday and said, the doctor said, there's no chance for us ever having children, but we believe that God can give us a miracle. I asked that man, just like I asked the man a couple of years ago in our church, would you please just take your hand and put it on that, your wife's stomach for a moment? I'm going to put my hand on top of your hand and I'm going to believe God for a miracle for you. Not my church, so that my church experience in America, nine months later, they gave birth to a child. That was my anticipation, that was my belief that I'd seen it before, I can see it again. Remember, one of my first questions I asked you three weeks ago, how many have seen a miracle or have been a part of a miracle? And almost 100% of this room raised their hand. I've either seen a miracle or been a part of a miracle for my own life. So my faith, when a new family walks to me and says, Pastor, we'd like to have a child. And I asked that man, put your hand on your wife's stomach," and I I prayed. Nine months, nine and a half months later, they gave birth to a child right here in Rome. So my faith to believe that that kind of a miracle can happen does happen. Are you listening to me? As a friend, I want you to have childlike faith that whatever God says can be done. Okay? Childlike faith. And second, it was the miracle man himself. I told you two points. Who's carrying the mat? It's the miracle man. Jesus told him, pick up your mat and go home. Just pick it up and go home. I don't know about you, I mean, he didn't say, hey, wiggle your leg a little bit, wiggle your arm, do something, jump up and down. I mean, come on. We're in this crowded room, there's a whole lot of people watching. Jesus is simply, okay, pick up your mat. To me, I love this story. Because can you imagine the people's faces and expressions? When this guy who's paralyzed, can you imagine the four friends in the roof expressions? I think one of them may have even fallen through the roof. (laughs) My goodness, I've seen it with my own eyes. That's my friend. But the guy that was on the mat was told by Jesus, you go carry the mat. Now, why do you think Jesus told him to carry the mat? Remember, two people carrying the mat. Two groups in my message. The friends and the man. The man carries the mat after the miracle. You're going to get this. I'm telling you, before I'm done, you are going to get this point. I don't care what language you're listening in today. You're going to understand who's carrying the mat. And probably some of you pre-thought, well, that guy can't carry the mat. He's paralyzed. How's he going to get that part in this message? I know how some of you think. But Jesus said, pick up your mat, go home. I don't know what he did. I would have hit a couple people probably. (laughs) At least the religious guys that got ticked off that his sins got took care of. Right? There's a few religious people in the room. You're not that person. Don't ever become that person. Listen, that only brings you big problems in your life. But there were religious people that were ticked off that Jesus took care of the guy's sins. Listen, when when the guy was told by Jesus, get up, take your mat, I may have probably just, boom, on you. See, the God that just healed me also took care of my sins. I'm going out of this place. Boom, a new person. Whether you want to believe or not, and if you're ticked off that my sins are gone, that's your business. But I'm going to tell you what my business is. I'm going to carry my mat wherever I go, and it's going to be a testimony that my God just healed me. Now some of you that have never been in a church like this or heard a preacher like this, you're probably sitting there saying, oh my goodness. What kind of church did I just get into? You got into a Bible-believing, faith-filled, Jesus-living church. Not based on all the rules, But based on what is going to happen, because we believe that if Jesus said it, that should settle it, and it's about to happen for my life. And if God wants me to carry my mat in Rome, Italy, or wherever it is, I'm going to carry my mat and show that my God lives. Oh! So what has to happen? miracle paralyzed guy couldn't carry the mat the miracle guy has to carry the mat the story wouldn't have worked if the guy didn't get healed hello so what stops you from getting healed oh you didn't want to hear this part did you how about doubt how about unbelief? How about fear? How about I've prayed a hundred times? Now you're not cheering and clapping real loud now, are you? It's okay, friends. But if I knew that my God heals, and I know that He heals, and I trust that He heals, if I got to pray a thousand times, I'm going to pray a thousand times. If I got to get prayer from the pastor a thousand times, I'll get prayed from the leader or pastor. I'll get prayer because I trust in the Lord my God and I believe that God heals. Now, if you're the guy who gets to carry the mat, I'm telling you, <laughs> there's some things that you're going to have to do. Yeah, God's not going to let you just carry the mat just because you needed something else to do. But if you get to carry the mat, you get to be the testimony now to everybody else. I once was blind. <laughs> I once was paralyzed. I once, are you hearing me? You got to know your Bibles. Come on. I once couldn't walk. I once couldn't see. I once couldn't hear. I once. But now, it's a new day now. So if God wants me to carry my mat, then I'm going to carry my mat. Because there's going to be some friends of yours that need to hear the words. Come on, guys, we can do this. I'm serious. Some of your buddies that are going to help, help help with you, they're going to need to hear some encouraging words. They're going to hear the words, don't quit now. Yeah, there may be some obstacles. Do you think that was easy for those guys? I don't know. You know, when you picture four guys carrying this mat, and they had to climb these stairs... I'm sure the paralyzed guy was saying, okay, I'm too heavy. It's all right. I don't really want a miracle today. I am sure that if I was that dude on that mat, I'd been saying, come on, guys. I'm going to give you 50 euro if you get me up them steps. And I'm sure there's one of them bullhead guys that would say, I need 100. Some of you like that, ain't you? Listen, this guy has to also have faith. He wouldn't have gone through that journey. How would that have been? He goes through the town with his friends, dig a hole, let him down. He's down there and nothing happens. That wouldn't have been a good day. That wouldn't have been a good day for him. That wouldn't have been a good day for his friends. And you know what? That wouldn't have been a good day for Jesus. But when Jesus speaks, miracles happen. I'm going to say that again. When Jesus speaks, miracles happen. You must be convinced that if you get to the place where Jesus is, something good is about to happen I'm going to say it again if you get to the place where Jesus is something good is about to happen bad things don't happen with Jesus only good things so where's your place today it's this altar it's right here the place is ICF Rome. The place for you watching around the world its the couch or the chair that you're sitting in. Some of you may be bedridden and laying in the bed even as you're watching this. Because you heard that there's a pastor in Rome praying for miracles. The doctors may have just walked in your room and said there's not going to be any hope for you. I'm going to tell you right now friend. You can say his name and miracles can happen for you today. But you've got to believe. Who's carrying the mat? Today I get to be carrying that mat. I once had a tumor. Oh, I don't have a tumor. I'm not going to keep that silent. I'm going to make sure the world knows that the God that saved me is the God that can heal me. Get this. Get this ending. Your friends are here today. Your family members are here today. You say, nobody's in my room. Nobody's in my house today. We're in your house right now. Amen. And we're going to reach into those cameras and we're going to, that television and that computer, and we're going to reach through that because God is no respecter of places. I'm telling you, friend. Some reason I feel compelled. There's someone you're, you're on your life, life, death, right on the border. God's about to do a miracle for you, and you're going to come off that deathbed, and a miracle is going to happen for you. And I want you to send the story to us so that I can shout it from the ends of the earth that God can heal even through a camera on a distant continent. God can do that. I'm telling you, and you may be sitting in this room today and you say, man, I've prayed before and I don't even know if I've got any friends. But pastor, if you believe, I'm going to believe with you today for God to answer my prayer. Who's carrying the mat? Today it can be you. It can be your family member. Or maybe you're going to carry the mat for someone else. Some of you know of a person that they need a miracle. Prayer? It works. Or maybe it's flat out you. And you find yourself on the mat. Maybe you're not paralyzed. Maybe it's something else going on in your life. My friend, it's time for you to get up off your mat and allow the miracle power of God to touch you. Today's your day. Miracles can happen in this place. Would you bow your heads, please? Thank you. Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. Today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm gonna stop doing, because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life. Bless you.